Welcome to From Beyond, a podcast about consciousness, metaphysics, and a wide variety of provocative spiritual topics. Cindy Riggs is an internationally renowned, universal channel, author, and spiritual consultant. Cindy has been practicing professionally since 1997, and she has a unique and fascinating perspective on spirituality. Hi everyone, it's Cindy. For this podcast, I wanted to share a recording from an actual group channeling session, and this one seemed like it was begging to be shared. I channeled the Persian prophet and ascended master Zarathustra. He's also known as Zoroaster, the founder of Zoroastrianism, which is still a practicing religion, primarily in parts of Iran and India. While I don't know a lot about Zoroastrianism, I have channeled Zarathustra, which is the name he prefers, at least a dozen times throughout my career, more often in private defragmenting sessions for clients. I love his assertiveness and wisdom, and I'm fascinated when he appears, as he did the evening of July 20th, 2021, which is the recording you're about to hear. There are a few times that he says, this one, and that's when he's referring to me. Toward the end, you'll receive a powerful energy transmission, so be ready to receive. This one is full of really, really interesting information. It's my honor to give you Zarathustra. Enjoy. I'm Zarathustra, pleased to be in your space, pleased to offer wisdom for you today. I'm still passionate about wisdom after all these centuries, your centuries. Seems that my energy configuration is designed for it. You have energy configurations that are designed for things too. You call these archetypes teacher, healer, philosopher, laborer, many different archetypes you have, artist. And you know your archetype without anybody else telling you. You already know what it is. If you do not know what it is, you can consult the major arcana of the tarot. And one of those cards will jump out at you. But you already know. And you have been told before that you already know everything deep inside, everything you need to know about yourself. And then your life, your life path, reveals itself as you go. What fun. What a fun reveal of the mysterious each and every day or every other day, or however often it happens for you. Mysteries unraveling for you every day. That ought to be fun, especially if you are one who truly loves surprises. You ought to love surprises, even if you think you don't. Because if you do, then you are always at the ready for a new pleasant surprise. Or you're always at the ready for a new surprise. It's only pleasant if you decide that it is or believe that it is. Because pleasant is just a concept in your mind. So why have I come to speak to you? First of all, I align well with this one today. 
That is one good reason, as you would say. Maybe the best, but we are familiar to each other, she and I. It was easy and because I am who I am, I have access to the wisdom of the universe. Just like you do, except you're still learning how to access it. Some of you are learning more quickly than others. There's no right or wrong with that. What's right, I suppose, is that you intend to tap into it, is that you intend to align it, unleashing it from within into your reality. What a beautiful, beautiful birthing every day of something new, a new idea, a new motivation, new inspiration. It was in the ancient land of Egypt that it was believed that the scarab beetle did not remember the day before. So each day was anew. And each of your days can be anew. If you are truly open and allowing of that information to flow through. Most of you already know this, know how to do it. What then do you seek? You seek information about your reality and that is why I am here. Because I am still in very close contact with the reality. There are still those who follow my teachings from old. And while most of them are still valid, I would prefer that they explore many teachings. I would prefer that you all explore many teachings. All of them, if you can, except that's too much. Explore many different belief systems. And whatever does not feel right to you, you can delete that or decide not to use it. But anytime there is anyone, especially a human, trying to tell you that they have the right belief system, then I suspect that will feel misaligned to you. Because right changes from moment to moment for you. Aligned is another term for right. I will prefer aligned. Right speaks too much of duality. But what is aligned with you is not necessarily aligned with another. That's what the teachers ought to teach, is that individualized oneness, the individualized connection to the true essence of each configuration. But that's about you, not about your world. Your world is a fascinating configuration itself of energies, new energies all the time, new energies that are being created here on the planet, different types of frequencies, different frequency patterns, as well as new energies being introduced to the planet from many different places, so many that you couldn't count. But why is this planet so special? 
It is because of its experimental capacity. It is because of its particular resources, because of its gold, as many of you know. And because there are many, many different races here. Yes, you know there are many races on your planet of humans. There are also many races of human extraterrestrial hybrids, many different star races that are experimenting with the human form. And then some of those humans are experimenting with the artificial intelligence form and all of its platforms. <clears throat> some people will be resistant to even this information that it is wrong to create artificial intelligence. But what do you think you are? Because you are in a space, a holographic reality. Therefore, technically, you are all artificial intelligence or avatars of spirits. <laughs> I'm only telling you this so that you will broaden your awareness. Broadening the awareness is very, very important. Anytime you travel to another country or another city, every time you interact with someone new, you are broadening your experience, broadening your awareness. Because this is only the tip of the iceberg, as you say, with regard to the entire universe that your planet is in and the multiverse that all of the universes are in. Continue to broaden. Because if you want to know the wisdom of the universe, you must expand so that you can accommodate it. Because much of it cannot be understood from your vantage point. That is how it's meant to be. So that you will continue to evolve within the contained field here. It is contained, you call it the third dimension. It is the third and fourth dimensions and multiple densities of those. Also parallel realities of those. But I would prefer to simplify. So all of the new energies on your planet is important to know that you, your body, your energy fields do their best to entrain with these energies. This means coming into sync with microwaves, with your cellular waves, with every kind of broadcast frequency. Because there are more human incarnates on the planet now than ever before, there are more broadcast waves than ever before. Your bodies are doing their best, your bodies and your energy fields to come into sync with those things. So those who are afraid of the cellular waves, those who are afraid of certain frequencies of this or that, are truly afraid of entraining with them. They are afraid of coming into sync with them because they're afraid they will be damaged. And if the person is afraid that the waves will be damaging, such as electromagnetic frequencies, then they are creating a belief system that will cause damage. 
It is not the waves that cause the damage. It is the belief system. So even your scientists, when they study these things and they find some damage that is done from the frequencies, this is because there is a belief in the scientist's mind that the damage can be done. So even what your science seems to be proving is still following thought, following intention. Isn't that interesting? When you think of everything that is occurring here now and everything that has occurred and everything that will occur and how steadfast some people are to science when the scientist must be perfectly neutral with zero expectations and that is nearly impossible. So even in your scientific community, you find confirmation bias. Energy follows intent. It has been proven that your energy particles, our energy particles, because they are all the same, only change when they are observed. They shift when there is intention. They begin to form matter. When something is created or when something is believed that it matters. Very, very powerful in your minds. So what do you do with all of this chaos you call it? Just that. You embrace it. So it could be said, embrace the chaos. But even the term chaos indicates something bad or negative. What word could you use instead of chaos? Intensity? Mm, that does not necessarily de describe the complicatedness of the chaos. What in your language would you call it other than chaos? Complexity? This I like, complexity. This world is far more complex than when I was incarnate as Zarathustra or Zoroaster. Far more complex, but from complexity comes order, yes? Always does. From chaos comes order, you are told. Even the frequency of Om, which contains a half step in music, is chaotic, but it is creation. So from this complexity here, you create more magnificently than anyone ever has because of all of the chaos you call it. What does this mean? It means comprehensive, supportive energy. It's still energy. And even though it may seem chaotic or complex, it is still an abundance of energy regardless of its intention. Because energy follows intention, you can ride the wave of something negative or damaging and shift that. Shift it into something, shift it into light. Shift it into something positive or healing or helpful. With all of your media's talk about what is wrong, that energy could be utilized to clear up the plastics and 
clear up pollution, and it could be used in creative ways, I believe it is most important to talk to you about using energy for creativity. Now, still many humans say, I'm not creative. What a sad belief. What a limiting belief. You are creative because you are creating with your thoughts every single moment, all the time. You are creating your current situation with your thoughts, your beliefs. I believe nothing is changing, and so it isn't. Or I believe everything is changing. I am in a space of chaotic energy or complex energy, and I'm here to utilize that. It's just all around you in the air. These waves are running through your bodies. But anywhere there is resistance, then there is not entrainment, or you cannot come into sync with the energies. Now, some would say your bodies are not built to withstand all of these frequencies. I disagree. I believe you can handle anything that occurs here. Certainly you can emotionally, maybe not physically, but spiritually, energetically, you can. You're far stronger than you realize. So imagine scooping, scooping up some air, just scooping up some air and utilizing that for something, whatever. Your job, your hobby, your intentions, or hmm, what if you were to scoop up some of the air, which contains much energy, just bring it into your body now. Let's all do that now. Imagine that you're scooping up some air. Perhaps you hold it like a sphere. It contains energies, many different energy patterns, but you don't know what they are. It doesn't matter. It's just energy. Now, where would you like to breathe it in? Into your mouth, into your throat, into your heart, into your solar plexus, wherever you choose. I would suggest one of the upper chakras, heart or above, for now, for this exercise, and just swallow it into your body and then focus on it. Does it stay in one place or does it begin to spread? What does it do? You're in training with it, coming into sync with it, and intending that it is beneficial for you because it will follow your intent. But what does this energy do? If you intend that as soon as I breathe it into my body, it's light and it harmonizes beautifully with me, it inspires me. It fuels me, it motivates me. When people are feeling unmotivated, then they are focusing on not feeling motivated and therefore they are creating more of not feeling motivated. It's such a simple, simple science. I wonder what 
surprises await me today is a question you can pose to the universe each day. What magnificent surprises await me today? And then you must assume that they will appear. And if they don't, then you do it again the next day. But you don't think about it after you pose the question. Back to your world. More ancient sites being discovered all of the time, particularly in the areas of Greece and Turkey, and even some of the islands and in the oceans. Soon it will be time for your history to change. History books must change. And isn't that interesting? Some of the things you were taught to be true based on scientific evidence are no longer true because humans have roamed this planet far longer than you realize. Maybe not the same configuration that you're experiencing, but certainly there have been inhabitants with fascinating structures, fascinating belief systems, fascinating knowledge, but you don't have to look at your past to find knowledge. It is just interesting to see that the people had knowledge, but so do you. And if you keep looking in caves to find it, you're looking in places that do not provide the knowledge you seek because the knowledge you seek is inside you, always has been. Talk to it, command it. Show me yourself, show yourself today. Show yourself your authenticity, your intentions. Show me your archetype, configuration. Show me something you want to experience. Show me something you want to do. Show me someone you want to interact with today, perhaps a stranger. And then realize that every interaction is part of that divine expression of you, the true you. Perhaps you've noticed that I keep talking about you rather than the world, because you are what matters here. You are what is important. Structures are collapsing, not physical structures as much as organizational structure. That has to happen for a new paradigm, multiple new paradigms to be formed things in 50 years from now will look much different than they do now. You all see it. This doesn't mean you'll be incarnate necessarily, but you'll all see it. And then it won't matter if you are no longer here. But here does matter. And that is why many of your younger people are joining initiatives for helping to improve the health of the planet, the health of your species, the health of animals and plants, helping some restoration to be accomplished. Because if you run and run and run and run without resting, without drinking water, you will finally collapse. The earth 
has been running and running and providing and providing and providing will continue to do so, but it may provide different resources for you while other resources are replenishing or healing themselves. That is where your innovation comes in. That is where your creativity comes in. Because if one could just ask the question, what would it take for some free energy to be introduced into our world? You'll start to see the signs. You do see the signs. This is already a thing. It's been a thing for a long, long time. So resistance is important to understand because if you're resisting anything about this reality, anything, anyone, any organization, any structure, any operating system, then you are going to be out of sync with the now. You have heard a lot about presence, being in the present moment, perhaps even being neutral can't be if you are in resistance. But if you are truly present, new ideas just make their way into your consciousness effortlessly. In fact, you don't have to be in meditation to be present. You can simply be staring at a frog or staring at a cloud or a blade of grass or your own beautiful image in a mirror. And the longer you stare at it, the more your face will change and look different because you'll start to see that you are not solid. And this can be scary for some, <laughs> but your face is the face of the creator, a face of the creator. Your entire body is a face or a facet of the creator. How much are you honoring it, loving it, taking care of it, and realizing that it has wisdom as well to share? Every fingerprint unique? How fascinating is that? Your skin is a face of the source. Your hair is a face of the source, a facet. How much would you like to shine if you knew, or if you do know, how much will you allow yourself to shine knowing that you are a facet of the God source oneness, the creative force behind the world? It's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big honor. How much are you honoring that? You have so many things you think about every day, all of the things you need to do, the places you need to go, the tasks you need to accomplish. What about the most important task? Remembering that you are a facet of the God source and then allowing its light to shine through you into this world. Just like the facets on a stone reflect and then transmit light refract and then transmit light. You are a refractor of light. How much will you let transmit through you? How often will you think about this? There are many ways to talk about dealing with being a human in this world. 
And yet at the highest level, this is the information that will help you to deal with all of it. Sure, there will be specifics. How to ride an elephant or how to bake a cake from scratch. There will be specifics, specific techniques, specific recipes, and that's fun. That's what's fun about being here, all of the complexity. You're never done learning, never. You'll never learn it all. And then there's more to learn beyond here, so much more. And if you don't think that's fun, and instead you think that's overwhelming, then perhaps it's time to shift some of that light within you, scoop some out of the air, shift it into light, breathe it into you for a reset, a reboot, refresh yourself, interrupt these brain patterns, do something completely different. This one likes to blow bubbles, soap bubbles. She does it all the time. Because each one of those is unique and its lifespan is far shorter than yours. But how it shines while it is alive. It's prismatic, beautiful essence, refracting light, reflecting light. How much light are you allowing to shine through you? Now, a soap bubble is transparent. What is inside it? Just some air. Also, quantum particles, just like you. You have complex organs, of course. But when you think of the soap bubble and you think of your physical body, how different are they really? They are both made of a prism. They both hold a form for a time, not forever. And they either glide with the breeze or they stay planted in resistance. The soap bubble does not resist the breeze. You can be like the soap bubble, allowing the breeze to take you. And that breeze is the life force within you. Allow it to carry you, to guide you. Perhaps all of a sudden you change direction or you spin around for a little bit. Or perhaps you land on the ground and you stay there for a while. But if you really watch a soap bubble, those colors are always changing. It is always morphing into different patterns, just like you are. There's not much difference. I am wondering if you like this analogy. Yes. Yes? Is it helpful? Yes. I also want to remind you that you are holographic. So from some perspective, you might also look transparent. People talk about being transparent, don't they? So that they are forthcoming in everything, like an open book, you say. And this can be an excellent way to be when appropriate, perhaps not always, because you are navigating this very complex societal system with etiquette, rules, and the awareness, to be in full awareness, is to know how people are responding to what you're doing or saying, or not doing or not saying, and then to come into sync with that situation, and then the next one, and then the next one. And then some people will say, I'm just being myself, this is me, this is who I am. 
most of the time when a human says that, they are speaking of their personality. They're not speaking of their truth. Because who you are is not a personality. So it's very difficult to quantify or define who you are at the highest level. And I, among others that speak through this one, want to introduce you to the highest level concepts. Because the higher you are vibrating, the easier everything becomes and the easier you understand everything in your world. Questions? You speak of the complexities. Yes. Changing of our history. Can you use the term soon? When I speak of soon to you tonight, I'm speaking of within your lifetime. <clears throat> Even yours. And yours. And yours. Exciting? Yes. So you will discover things that many have suspected have been hidden from the general population. Some were afraid that they were true, but bringing to light, as you say, bringing to awareness, human conscious awareness, some things that have been purposely kept from you for some time. <clears throat> that ought to be exciting. <clears throat> Are you speaking about UFOs and, and the ancient aliens? And, and Some of that, yes. Also of human organizations, secret societies that can no longer be secret. Some you have not even heard of. And then I can also see more of a resurgence of Earth-based spirituality or earth-based belief systems, particularly in the North and South Americas, where you have some of your native people or relatives of the native people who have done their best to keep the traditions alive. And then it will be shown that these traditions are very powerful and that their spirituality was valid. This includes communication with star races. There will be many that will be fearful because they're already fearful. That's why all of this spirituality has been introduced for so long because it's for now. It's for you to be ready for what's happening now and in your future. There will be many who will be afraid. You already see the division happening between those who are positive and those who are negative, those who are optimistic and those who are pessimistic. While you think there is more duality than ever before, it becomes more intense. This happens with religion, this happens with race, this happens with governments, this happens with everything. Exciting. You came here for this. You came here for this show. This is like the global Olympics of everything. And it all boils down to judgment in the mind, just like everything does. 
it all comes down to thought, choices of thought. I prepare to send you energy, preparing your fields to receive, ensure that your ankles are separated for receiving, hands also separated, so that you are completely open to receive. This is an excellent position to meditate as well. Because all of the energies that you are receiving, not just in, in your third dimensional space, but all of the star information, all of the universal energies that are here to support, you can absorb more easily when you are open. I prepare for hearts to transmit. And you'll receive it. You'll notice, beginning now, that you're receiving it where you are most open. So perhaps you feel the energy in your heart. And if you do not feel energy, perhaps you see it or imagine that you see it, pretend that you see it. This is bright, white energy that I am transmitting to you. And yet it has iridescent features, iridescent qualities. Receiving it where you are most open right now. You do not leave this session and go tell your friends. I received the energy in my third eye. That means that is my most open chakra. That was true for that moment. It may not be true five minutes from now. And now you may feel it in more than one area. Perhaps you feel it in a finger or an arm. Feet. A chakra. And I am doing this because this is pure life force. This is a very high frequency of energy directly from the source field, not disrupted by any of your man-made waves, man or woman-made waves, shall I say. And even that is a concept that is taking you toward more inclusion even though it seems like there are so many different descriptors now for gender, for personality, for mental illness. At some point, not in your lifetime, but at some point there will be inclusion and it will be difficult to separate race and gender and all of these configurations that you have come up with. So many labels, and descriptors for because there will be a greater awareness that all are one. So you ought to be impressed with yourself for coming here now, for choosing the configuration that you chose and all of you being servants to humanity and the planet. That is not the truth of all humans. The truth of all who watch or listen to this, the truth of all who participate in this is that you are light beings. 
humans call them light workers. You can call it light work if you want, as long as that doesn't sound like it's difficult. Much of this energy has been received into your energy fields around you for integration later. I'm Zarathustra and have been honored to assist you today. I hope I have been of assistance. Yes. Thank you for your attention, your participation, your openness, your courage for being here now for this light show, this magnificent light show, darkness and light. And you appreciate the light more in contrast with the darkness. So enjoy, enjoy your journey here in gratitude. Thank you, Zarathustra. Thank you, and thank yourself for taking the time to entertain some new spiritual concepts today. I hope it has been interesting and or helpful. You can find Cindy's channel books on Amazon. Kindle versions also available. And visit my website, cindyriggs.com.